Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mulberry Sisters podcast on a new year. It's so exciting. This is Victoria, and I'm on with Brianna. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. (laughs) To start off the year with a kick in the right direction, we want to talk about goal setting. And this is something that our family, specifically our dad, has taken very seriously through the years. And so we are going to be sharing what we have done through the years, what we have readjusted personally to make it better function for ourselves, and also lots of other ideas just to kind of get um, your creative juices flowing. And that's the purpose of this episode is to encourage you and just to take a positive and exciting spin on this goal setting that can sometimes seem like a daunting or mundane task. Yeah, just like Victoria said, this process of sitting down and setting goals, New Year's resolutions has been ingrained in us since we were little. Dad would have us on usually January 1, sit down in our living room, and we'd all scribble out our goals on our papers, And it has continued even um, until this last Sunday. We all got on a Zoom call and shared our goals with each other, which was really inspiring to me. This year, I feel like I have been a little bit disheartened or discouraged about New Year's resolutions because it's been about like two years. This is the third year that I feel like I've been trying to accomplish some things I feel like this is the third year that I I, or that I've just looked at myself and been like oh dang it I didn't do this I didn't do this I didn't do this and so um I'm so happy to be doing this episode with Victoria because before this we were talking about how really what we need to do before starting and writing anything down is to step into gratitude and get that flowing in our bodies and a way to step into gratitude is to reflect on the past year and even to write down the progress you've made because otherwise it's going to be a guilt match and you'll lose against yourself which is what i was doing on sunday so you can think about reflect on the previous year and think about what changes you've made um what kind of things you've overcome, what ways did you take care of yourself, how did you manage your feelings, who did you help, Um, yeah, what did you accomplish, and really point out the great things and give yourself a pat on the back, and give yourself credit for what you did do, and what you've learned from the things that possibly you didn't do, which is where I'm at, and then let go, let go of those feelings of negativity, Um, old projects, bad habits, hard feelings, you know, old goals or resentments and step into what's next, what's possible, reflect, and then move forward with hope and the, and the joy and excitement that New Year's resolutions can bring. Yeah. And sometimes looking back on your past year or your past goals and seeing that you didn't accomplish them all can be a Debbie Downer. But writing them down actually helps solidify them. And also sharing reinforces your goals. 
So that's why our family would sit and share them. That seemed totally daunting when I was a kid to have to share my goals with my whole family. But even if you have one person that you can share them, it really will just reinforce that and help you be accountable. And you can send your goals to us, the Mulberry Sisters. We would love to see what what you're up to. (laughs) Oh, definitely. And it's always really inspiring for me to hear other people's goals. I usually tweak a few things because I realize, oh, that's what I want to focus on too, especially as a kid. And even this year, it was interesting because service and memorization and specifically with refuge service with refugees came up between three of us. And I thought, whoa, that's really amazing that there's some kind of universal brain going on between us and we can support each other specifically in those three. Yeah. And I have no doubt that now you guys will accomplish those goals probably together. Yes. And so this is our idea to share how we grew up doing goals and also to give you guys new ideas. So first things first, wording is so important. And this is what our dad would hound is how we wrote our sentences. So like you wanna do I statements. This is like a little mantra or manifestation for yourself that I smile consistently through the day instead of writing down smile more. Our dad every year would start off with a little speech about the example of writing down, I'm going to do push-ups every day versus putting a number out there. Because if you get to January 18th and you forget to do your push-ups or can't do your push-ups for whatever reason, then you're like, oh, I've already failed my goal for the year. That's why the gyms are packed for the month of January and then they fade off. So an idea is to say, I'm going to do a thousand push-ups. Something yes, like that. that goes actually exactly with my, one of my big goals this year is to get outside with my kids for a thousand hours. And it's so funny because I started a few days before the new year. And then yesterday had a total down day that we didn't get, get outside at all. And I felt myself like, oh no, oh no, did I fail my goal already? Then I thought, no, I can totally make it up. And if it's making it up this summer by having them outside for eight hours a day or me being outside with them, then we'll make it up. But it's only going to be possible if I do it cumulatively instead of day by day. Yeah. Or else you, you failed by the second day and then you're a failure. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, so and, and and it's what works for you, right? Maybe reading for 10 minutes before bed works better for you than read X amount of books. Or maybe you want to do it by pages because books have so many different amounts of pages in them. So you say, I'm going to read a uh, thousand pages. I'm going to read 10,000 pages. It's all it's giving you flexibility so that you can succeed. Yes. So we've written down a couple ideas for different ways that are going to work for you specifically to accomplish your goals. There's the simple, straightforward writing down. There is, there's like, you can do a theme per month. This idea is from the Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. 
but every different month had a th one theme that she could focus on to find more happiness in her life. So for example, February is love. Uh, there's, there's tons of apps for tracking your goals. One is Done, the app Done, and it's color coordinated, so it's kind of a fun one. And we will list some other apps that you can use in our notes after this session. Another idea is to make a dream board. If you're a visual learner, you can write it all out on a big board and kind of messy and just in your fun, sporadic way. Another idea is something that I've been doing for a couple of years is to choose one word and that's become my word of the year. So for example, 2021, my word was efficiency. And if you want to take it one step further, somebody gave me the idea that you can paint your word or your phrase of the year and then frame it and then hang it for that year so that you're more constantly reminded. Yeah, last year I actually made my goals look beautiful and I have them by my computer in my workspace. And it's different than other years because most of the years I actually would just have it on the same paper that I wrote it on that night, that day we did New Year's resolutions as a family. And I think that works. If you can get it to be beautiful and put it up on your wall, then that's great. But don't write it all down and then say, okay, I'm going to print this out and make it look good before I put it up. Put it up. And then if this is what Dana realized that she needs to do this year is just put it up. And if she prints it out and makes it look good, then that's a, a bonus. bonus. <laughs> but it's at least up on the wall somewhere where she sees it. Or our dad would always put his on his inside of his closet door. So when he was getting dressed, he saw it. Mine was usually by my bed. Actually, there were a few years down in the basement. I remember having my New Year's resolutions up on the ceiling. So as I was laying in my bed, I could read them. And I remember getting a scholarship. Tennis scholarship was like the number one there. And I looked up and thought about that every night through high school. Hmm. So cool. So there's five categories. And the first we're going to start with is physical. So this is your health and your wellness, right? This, this is about working out. This is about taking your supplements, drinking water, getting enough sleep. Yeah, exactly. The second one we have is mental. So this is your education. Uh, Brie wants to memorize things this year. So that would go under that. Yeah. When I was in school, most of my goals under this category were about my education regarding school. And now it's kind of switched towards mental. Um, one of mine that's a little bit different is I want to work on my speech a little bit. So I have a goal of saying for instead of fur. Um, I've noticed some people say fur, for, for the record, and I want to say for the record. Just things like that. So, or how Brie is doing voice lessons. This is what podcasts you want to listen to. For the Mulberry Sisters, I would list our podcast goals under this section. I think this is really important category to keep strong as we get older and we're not in school because I remember Brie a couple years ago she she came up from reading stories from her kids one night and she was like 
I need to read an adult book. You know, you had just finished your master's a couple of years ago and you're like, I'm just reading kids books and I feel my mom brain just like going to mush. Mush, <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I made, I made a goal that year to read 12 books. And you did it? Yeah. Good for you. I've, I've noticed with the book goal, you got to reach for the stars because you just won't make the time for it unless you do, you know? Yes, totally. It's so easy to do something else. Yeah. So, and I think some of that was audible too, which made it possible. Brooke will only do audible. She's like, nope, doesn't work for me being a mom to sit and read a book. <laughs> they will come for me. <laughs> <laughs> they will. <laughs> okay. So number three is financial. So this is your debt, your income goals, your investments, your taxes, your budget. Number four is spiritual. So this is your personal growth, your meditation, your prayer, your time for yourself each morning, your mantras, positive affirmations. Oh, that's cool. And when Victoria was talking about the putting them into I am or I statements, last year I did something I liked. They, they were kind of these little affirmations. So for my spiritual or faith section, I had I receive and follow promptings. And then for my physical, I had I am lean and toned. For my social or family, I said, I am in sync and in love. So it's these little phrases that I would have those written down and say those out loud daily. Yeah, that's awesome. I have something similar, Brie. I have, I am a giver. I am concise. I am effective. I am efficient. Oh, wow. So were those per category or how did you come up with those? No, I just had I just had it written down. And so that goes back to like instead of saying I want to be more giving or give more, right? It's I I'm a giver and I can mentally put myself in that position and see myself as a giver in the current and then I'm more likely to be in the future if I can see myself in the current. Yes, and that would tie into if you had a financial goal of donating X amount, or if it was um, even just your service hours, and you were telling yourself day after day after day, I'm a giver, then you're more likely to make that decision when the donation comes available. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, sure, because I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Yes. Yeah, that, that fits with who I am. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Okay, moving on to the last one. Number five is social or family. So, uh, for example, Dana has a goal to call a sister every week. I always have a goal that continues from year to year of making a new friend. So I would put that under social. Um, Maybe a trip with family, you know, that could go under social. I used to actually have a travel category, but... (laughs) That's kind of dropped <laughs> off in, in yes. these COVID years. Um, but the, the bonus one, the fun one is you can have a travel category that can also go under financial. One thing I thought was cool, like you referenced Dana with the family. She 
broke it down into her roles. So her role as a wife, her role as a mom, her role as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend. Hmm. Oh, and even as an auntie. So, um, which reminded me of a goal that I didn't do last year very well, but I'm godmother to Kaya and Emma. And so I want to call Kaya Thursdays at four o'clock and Emma on Wednesdays at three 30. And that's Dana reminded me of that because that goes with my role as an auntie and godmother. Yeah. Brooke has a set time that she calls her nieces, right? So it's like yeah. Thursday mornings or something. And, and that can really slip through the cracks unless Unless you're me, the favorite aunt, and you FaceTime regularly with your nieces and nephews, and you write them on Messenger Kids and send funny emojis back and forth. Yeah, unless you're Vic. Goal achieved. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So going along with those five categories, we don't want you to become overwhelmed. And something that has really helped me this year to feel encouraged is remembering less is more. But as I'm saying less is more, I read an article on Harvard Health and they talked about thinking big. That was their number one advice for creating goals because they said audacious goals are compelling. And this goes along with an idea that I've been digesting for the last two years, like I was telling you, that the bigger, the bolder that I drop into my tank, the more water will be displaced. So instead of setting these little habits or little goals this year, I'm really focusing on one big goal per category, because if I can set that habit, so like I'm saying, I said, going outside with my kids, I want that to be part of our life. I want to be that to be part of my mothering. I think we're happier out there. It lowers stress. I'm a better mom when I'm outside. And I want my kids to love nature. I want them to be able to have free play, all these things, right? I just want this to be part of us. And I want memorization and singing to be part of us. So those are some things that I'm wanting to drop that big, big rock into my tank and and make the biggest change. And then from there, next year, I'll work on another one. So I'm saying less is more but also thinking big at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, and it's nice to hear you say that because you're kind of the overachiever in the family. So thank you. I'll mean, think about much. <laughs> but you've got a pretty hectic life. So I think that's great that this is a less is more year for you. And goal setting has been good for me in the opposite way, starting at such a young age for me to kind of get me motivated to put more on my list, to go a little bit extra and go out of my comfort zone. And I want to say that it's never too young to start goals. Do this with your kids. Do this with your family. Sit down, make an evening of it. Yes, it's really bonding and it helps your kids. Well, it helped me a lot. And I loved seeing that mom had goals and dad had goals outside of his work you know, mom had yeah. goals outside of her mothering. It was like, oh, wow, they have this like ultra life that going on that I didn't know about. And that's kind of cool, right? I have a memory of mom sharing that she wanted to do a, a reunion trip with her high school friends. And I was like, 
mom went to high school (laughs) I mean like you don't think of that as a kid you're like what my mom was a teenager (laughs) yeah yeah totally yeah yeah really and it's really cool to look back and see what you have accomplished through the year because some of the things I totally forget that were even on my list and like I said before writing these things down helps solidify them and sharing reinforces your goals you will end up doing some extra things because it's in your subconscious. Like I want to do four chin-ups. I will be more likely to be able to do four chin-ups because it's written down in my goals and it's in my subconscious than otherwise. And you'll take advantage of an opportunity that comes up and you'll say yes to it because it's like, oh yeah, I've been wanting to work on that. I think opportunities come into our lives for a reason and by us deciding what we want to become and how we want to show up beforehand, we attract certain, certain opportunities and certain experiences. Yeah. That's why we want to start with gratitude, right? Yes. Gratitude. (laughs) And Vic and I were saying before we started recording, like these last two years have been out of control years. Like a lot, a lot of us have felt out of control but this process of sitting down and writing out your goals is deciding what you have control over right so it's taking back your control and this is the year we need to decide how we'll show up right yeah and these things that we write down are in our circle of control and there's so many things that aren't in our circle of control in in these covid years And so this is something that we can focus into and can help us keep balanced and stable. Yes. So before we wrap up, I have tips as you're setting up your New Year's resolutions. Once you have your big audacious goals, once you've written them out, it's really important to break the goals down into a system with specific, doable, measurable ways to get that result. So, um, You know, you'll be committed to the system if you're committed to the goal and then reward yourself along the way as you tick off those easy targets or those um, smaller boxes toward the bigger goal. And then one thing that I learned last year that I thought was like an aha moment for me was that there's been studies that adding positive habits to your life rather than trying to take away negative habits have proven to stick longer. Mm, I like that. That totally makes sense. Yes. It's just like you don't want to do negative reinforcements with your kids, right? It's the example of carry it safely to the table instead of don't spill that. You're going to spill. You're going to drop that plate. Yes, because then their mind is thinking, spill, 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 spill. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. And so write it in a positive way, or if it's like, okay, um, let's just go for the stereotypical news resolution of losing weight. So instead of saying, stop eating sugar, make it into a positive habit, right? Because it's easier to add a habit than it is to stop one. That's what I'm trying to get at. Right. 
Oh, Vic, before we end, can you just talk about how you come up with your word or what you want to say about the word of the year? Yeah, so it's been a bit of a process for me, but towards the end of the year, beginning of a new year, I start thinking about what I deeply want and what I deeply need for that year in recognition to how my past year went. And I'll sit with it, I'll ponder with it, and after a while, a thought will kind of come to me. So for example, I haven't thought of a precise word or phrase for this year, but I know I want it to be something about manifesting. So for example, one year, my word ended up being forgiveness. And it was, it was after a difficult year and my life was being negatively impacted because of what I was holding on to from other people's actions. And holding a grudge only affected me, it didn't affect anybody else. So I knew that That's I needed to, yeah, I knew that I needed to fix that. So, so I eventually landed on the word forgiveness. And when anything would happen negatively, I would go deep breath in and just out. And eventually like I could let go of things really easily where for a couple of years I, I couldn't, and I was on guard a lot. Um, so that's the one that sticks out in my mind. It, it's just kind of, um, what you need at, at that time and can also be all encompassing. I like how you said it. it's like the deep down need. And this year I'm, my word is laugh because that's mm. how I want to go at that's the attitude, like the feeling, the light feeling, the happy feeling, the, um, it'll all work out feeling that I want to go at my goals. So when I'm outside with my kids, I want to be laughing out there. I want to, um, you know, I can go at some things kind of intensely sometimes. So memorizing songs with the kids or with mm. myself, I could get really like, okay, they need to be really purposeful songs or really influential songs. All these things like, no, or they could be funny songs, which toddlers like and we can laugh about them or when I'm focusing on my spiritual goal of doing come follow me with my kids it doesn't need to be intense it can be fun and we can laugh together so that's how my my it was a feeling that I wanted this year is how I chose my word mm, I love that and being outside with your kids when they're doing funny things you'll probably laugh more yes yeah right <laughs> Totally. And hopefully I'm hoping it'll like ripple effect to the kids to take each other less seriously. Dane can be like this huge rule follower and just always be like, Maya, don't Beck, don't, you know, like it's all really intense. So it's like, let's just laugh. You're, you just turned six. Like let's relax. Yeah. And your marriage too. Right. I think the mm -hmm. best marriage advice I've ever gotten was this older lady. And she said, just laugh more just laugh. Yes. My favorite couple on Instagram right now is the Fulm house yeah. and they're so funny and they laugh and that's their thing. It's like, have you laughed today? And they're hilarious with each other. It's like, I love how they interact. <laughs> yeah. 
And sometimes you just got to laugh at husbands because they are funny. <laughs> they are funny. <laughs> it's All great. right, everyone. Happy New Year. Breathe. This was fun to do with you as always. And yes. this has given me a kick in the right direction for going into this this new year and we wish everyone a new year full of possibilities love happiness and health so much love the mulberry sisters